So, everybody, this is another game special. Um, Ed and James back with you, and we're just going to play a little bit of Red Dead Redemption, which recently got re-released on Xbox One. I think it's probably out on PS4 as well, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But I had it before on Xbox 360 as a digital, so it's not like I had to buy it again. It was just there. And it was one of the games that I had and I didn't really play it as much as I should have done. So there's nothing special about it. There's no upgraded graphics or anything like that. It's exactly how it was on Xbox 360. It still holds up, still looks pretty good for a last generation um, release. I think one of the other things as well that just before we started recording this, we were just chatting about is some HD and re-released games that are coming out. We were just talking about Resident Evil and Resident Evil 4 is being re-released and that's I think it's going to be about £12 when it comes out. Resident Evil 5 is already out and Resident Evil 6 as yeah. well but that was already on this generation was it? Or was it? No that was 360 that was as well. That was 360 as well. And PS4 or PS3 I mean because I know on PS3 um, Rockstar have re-released a number of their old classics as well so things that were on ps2 like the very controversial manhunt yes um the excellent bully or uh is it canis dame i can't remember yeah. the latin version of it yeah. but bully was a great game nothing about bullying whatsoever in fact you were the kid standing up against bullies you weren't a bully itself which just goes to show that people don't really always pay attention but quite crucially Grand Theft Auto Vice City is out on for, because for the PS2 classics on PS4 now that for me is very tempting because it's definitely one of my all time favourite games but what sort of classics would you revisit Ed if you were to, to would you go back or do you feel that um, HD remakes aren't really that necessary I think in a lot of cases they might not be necessary I mean if you've if you've got a great game it's it can work I mean obviously you've got upcoming you've got Modern Warfare 4 yeah. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare now for us it is one of the most outstanding Call of Duty games ever yeah. and I don't mind revisiting that one It'll be the third time. Uh, I mean, I like to play it on um, veteran difficulty. It'll, if if the achievements are still there, it will be the fourth time I've completed it on veteran difficulty and got all the achievements. But I think in some respects, I think what I find is, obviously... We talked about Resident Evil 4. It's an absolutely outstanding game. Yeah. Played it on the GameCube first, but obviously it was re-released on the PS2. Re-released on the 360. So it's already had some re-releases. Is is it necessary to re-release it again? Well, you know who said something about being necessary, don't you? Your favourite Patches O'Houlihan. Oh, yes. <laughs> Patches O'Houlihan. Is it nearly necessary for me to drink my own urine? No. 
Bistera. <laughs> I like the taste. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, that's yeah. very much of a sidetrack. Um, <clears throat> but also, I do find sometimes... It's... I don't know, for me it's a little bit cheap, because you've got next-gen consoles now making next-gen games. Don't rehash what you've already done. Come up with some new concepts. I think, that, I think that's a Get fair point, there. yeah. Because I... obviously, if, if you... I mean, because they've stopped making games for 360. So if, if, if that's what you wanted to do, you... You know, you should just stuck with making games for last gen consoles. But I suppose it's. I suppose the only benefit to HD games, they're cheap. It's not like when you first came out, they were forty, sometimes even fifty pounds. You can pick them up for twelve quid, so it's not overly. I mean, I like um. It's not a HD version because I think it's a rebuild from the ground yeah. up, but the updated version of Resident Evil 2 is a game that I would get, yeah. even though I completed it thoroughly on PS1. I suppose, in a way then, you've got to wonder, would you say there should be a time restriction on what you do before you re-release a game. Do you think there's so many years should pass before you re-release it? I think it's interesting because if you looked at, you saw you had Doom re-released a number of times. It didn't update the graphics. It was just released on Xbox uh, Arcade and it was good fun. But it was a, a game of its age. It hadn't aged very well at all. I remember, I remember playing it on uh, both PS1 and on Sega Saturn. In fact, I think I've still... I don't know. I, I might have got rid of it now. I did still have a copy of Ultimate Doom on Sega Saturn. So that was Doom and Doom 2. And although it did have one of the freakiest levels I've ever played in my entire <laughs> life with a crying baby in the background, um, it's not something that I would particularly go and push again. Now... With the backwards compatibility option on Xbox One, all the Xbox 360 and the Xbox 360 arcade games that I digitally downloaded that are available in that uh, catalogue, it's there. Am I going to play Doom and Doom 2 again? No. I've no desire to play them. They're there in my system, but I don't think I'll ever even load them up. In the recent remake of Doom, which was a good old-fashioned shooter with some modern mechanics thrown in was a good bit of fun but I wouldn't go any further than than that and I think they had to re-engineer the game for anybody to have any real interest but I don't I like to see innovation I like to see something new I don't mind reusing characters and, and using those characters in new concepts because otherwise we would never have had Mario forever in a day would we and other than the odd exception, and it is an odd exception, pretty much most of Mario games are classics. And I think the same goes for Zelda. I think there's the odd one yeah. or two that doesn't 
or hasn't held up. But you could say the same about Metal Gear, couldn't you? Metal Gear Solid is fantastic. Metal Gear Solid 2 is mm, okay, ropey yeah. at best. But except the first level on the ship, exactly. which is quality. But Metal Gear Solid 3 is phenomenal because it removes all the technical advantages you had in the original. The camouflage options, the fact that you had to hunt for food, all of that was brilliant. Although it did have one ultimate piece of jippage, the climbing loading sequence, which seemed to go on forever in order for you to complete a level. Did you realise that was actually classed as a boss battle? I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I mean, that was pre-achievement um, days. But, I, I mean, I've, I haven't played any of the other Metal Gears at all recently. I, I, I had a, a little go of... Um, what's the sort of tech demo version? That had a, oh, Ground... Ground Zeroes. So I had a go at that, but I didn't... I think it's just one of those things where if you don't play it regularly, you're just not going to... Yeah, I think it's... For me, I mean, I, I played through Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. Um, a little bit. Some of it was very good, but it was like one of those games that you had disappointing bits in it too. Um, I played, I've played quite a bit of Ground Zeroes. Yeah got a few of the achievements um, trouble I find with that is there's lots of different things you can do in it yeah however you're on the same map so like you do the first mission yeah you have to find uh, like save three people so you do that congratulations you've extracted these people you've got an A rating yeah leave then you go into the next mission and you're dumped in the same map, same people all around, but you've got to do something different. It would be it would have been a bit better if they'd have done like they used to do, like the VR sections where you've got different maps. Maybe smaller missions, but you've got more and more so you could have had fifty VR missions. Yeah. And it would have think it would have worked quite well, but I did play a little bit of Phantom Pain, um, which I really did enjoy. But I never, unfortunately, got to complete it. Yeah, I got Phantom Pain too, but I never. I never really got into it and I think that's the thing you have to with a lot of games today you have to make a big commitment the challenges is that developers want you to get value for money so they make games that are so ridiculously big in scale whereas what I would like to see is I'd like to see some games that are shorter less time consuming but cost less ones that focus on playability ones that are all mm. about what goes on the game mechanics yes it's nice to have really great graphics but some of the best games that, that i've ever played don't have amazing graphics they have good graphics 
or they have graphics that are relevant to it. So, you know, look at Geometry Wars. Simple, fantastic, endlessly playable, endlessly frustrating as hell, yeah. but still really good fun. Yeah, it is. It's like we've always discussed, isn't it? Where, obviously, I mean, they look worn as games now, but you can pick up a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog and play it yeah. and still love playing it it's fun quirky um, and it's like you said I mean games sometimes take that much of an investment I think people play halfway through them and they just can't bring themselves to finish them I don't think it's a bad thing having a large game but I mean it's like with Resident Evil 4 it is quite a long game However, it has got a sub-game, which is Mercenaries, which is endlessly playable. It's so much fun to play. And it's like you said, maybe they games developers should do that, look at it and go, right, we will charge less for the game. We'll have shorter story, a bit more fun, and, you know, quirky, get you into a good mood. But what we'll do is we'll put some little side games in there as well. So if the game does get a little bit boring for you, you can just step away, have yeah. a quick go on a side game, and then come back a bit later. I think that's what I've read about Resident Evil 4, is that you're going to get some stuff that was only on the PC version, some of the Mercenaries missions. Now I can't remember if that's Resident Evil 4 or Resident Evil 5. But one of them's about um, as much about teaming up as it is it's doing anything else. But I, I still really like the original Mercenaries where you had to do uh, Resident Evil 3, where you had to do the time attack and get across the city. Yeah. Which was a killer, absolute killer. But it was really clever at the time. She's like, I'm so used to taking my time, being really cautious, and it completely just throws it out of the window saying, you've just got to run. You've got no choice but to do that. I mean, I suppose that's the thing as well. <clears throat> I mean, I understand that games developers don't particularly want to take a risk nowadays. Yeah. Because obviously, building a video game takes years and is a big investment. So obviously, spamming out sequels where you can use some of the stuff that you've already done and just rehash it or remodel it yeah is an easy way to do it but maybe it's like you like to see innovation maybe that's a way that developers could test innovation make a game and then have sub games with different innovative things in there and have it that it logs into the service and see what people play the most and use the most and then next time you create a game go well people like this yeah. they like co-op they play these co-op games or they like drop in drop out co-op or they like to be able to share weapons between one another they like to be able to you know which I think was one thing with the division I was disappointed with was 
when we first watched that E3 demo, yeah. where the guy gets on his tablet and he joins in and he sends a drone to show you where the enemies are. I thought that was a great idea. And now I know it could be a little bit of a pain because obviously, I suppose the potential for cheating is big. But obviously, you could have worked around that quite easily and just said you can only use it in the story. You can't yeah. use it for any multiplayer elements. Um, I mean, I've been playing some Overwatch. Um, Is that on PS4 or on, that's Xbox, on Xbox One? I think that's on both of them. Yeah, but have you been playing it on... I've, oh, I've been playing on the Xbox One. <clears throat> now, it's not a bad game. It's a lot of elements from Team Fortress in there. I mean, you've got your subgroups, so you've got your attack, support, defence. Yeah. And you've got medics, builders, and things like that. But it's one of those games... Because it's a multiplayer only game, is a little bit monotonous, and it is very, very so what's, yippage. What's the story behind it then? Because I've heard a lot of people say good things. I've heard some people say not so well, good things. Basically, what you got is you've got this group, and they're just called Overwatch, and there's been a lot of bad stuff happening on the planet, and what they do. They um, come out of retirement to help the world. Yeah. Now, there's no good side and bad side. You just pick. You basically just pick characters. Yeah. And basically, you have. There's different modes. You have. Um, attack and defending of points it's a bit like um, it's not like domination where you can constantly capture the points yeah um, what are we up to here mate because I'm a bit confused has he got a round up the cow no it's already been done it's already been so done. they can you can just head to a point I think I've selected to go to um that one particular, that W. That W. Right. Yeah, so okay. just head towards that. The red is the roadway if you want to go that way, I think. But okay. I think yeah. so. Oh, God. And then the blue's a horse stamina. Oh, save the treasure hunter on your right. Uh, but. What you have is... Just that one guy you just need to kill. Just the horse, it. that's it. Um, it's wise to get off the horse. So you've got... Capture a point, so they have it in two different mode ways where 
you either have to attack and defend two points. So you've got point A. If you lose point A, you go to point B. Lose yeah. point B, game over. Or there's one point which you both have to capture and defend. So if you capture it and you're in there, your percentage goes up. If you get killed and pushed out and the other team catches it, their percentage gets uh, goes up. So it's the first to 100%. Yeah. Win that. Um, then you've got the green spot. A similar sort of item mode where what you do is you capture a point. When that point's captured, you get a convoy and yeah. you have to deliver that convoy to an area. Or there is one where you've just got the convoy and you have to deliver it to an area. And that's basically the only mode you've got. You've got no team deathmatch, no nothing like that. Best thing about it is um, unlimited ammo. So it doesn't matter what you do, you never run out of ammo. It's not like you have to keep going around and watch your ammo count. Yeah. Um, you get special abilities by getting kills. Um, Just press it up on the D-pad if you want to whistle your horse. But the only thing is, it's very jippy because some of the characters are just that overpowered yeah. and a little bit daft. It's like one, Bastion. He's a robot, he can heal himself and he can turn into a turret. So basically, people sit and camp right in the corners of spots and you come around a corner, you get wasted. You can get wasted 10, 15 times in about two minutes and it can be really really frustrating um, I mean yesterday I had a good match where played around 13 kills no deaths with a sniper because yeah. I really love sniping people but next jump the match after it I think I had eight deaths and four kills because they just, you know, you got camping. I think, like I said, it's got it's got potential, but nowadays we've discussed loads where you'd think they'd have more modes to cater for different sort of people, like in Call of Duty. You'd think they'd have modes for people who like machine guns, so you could call it. I don't know. Mow them down. Yeah, something like that. Where you've got buildings where people go into, you can only use machine guns, or close quarters combat with just shotguns, or split a map in half and just have it so you can only snipe. Or. The quality thing where you can actually have one of the things that we'd love to be able to do where one of you's a sniper one of you's a machine gunner or something like that and the sniper can cover you yeah and guide you and point out things like in was it modern warfare 3 where they had the side missions yeah it would be great, but a lot of the time now it is just 
the modes are just all the same. And it can be a bit, you know, when you buy a game, like you said, you like some innovation. You know, I, I didn't buy the last Call of Duty game. I don't think I'm going to buy the next one. I hated it. I hated Black Ops 3. I just... I just find it's like it's lost its... It's soul a bit really, it feels soulless. I'm not a big fan of annual updates. I'd much rather a title takes a little bit of time and comes out with something new and a little bit different. I think that's what was really, really good in between Call of Duty 2 and Modern Warfare. Yes, we had Call of Duty 3, which was an unmitigated mess, and basically an unplayable game. But you had something absolutely outstanding like Call of Duty 2. And it was just refined to the right standard. And I would, we've talked about this before, Ed, haven't we? Where we've said, look, if you're going to have a multiplayer mode where people have perks, the perks have to balance themselves out with the cons. So, for example, if you choose to have somebody who can move very, very quickly... And um, don't shoot the sheriff. Oh. And shot the marshal. Ah. He was shooting me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> if I you, shot the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't kill his deputy. Um, if you choose to go down a certain setup that's lightweight and can move quickly, then there's consequences to that. So you have less body armor protection, so you can't take as much damage. Yes, you can move a little bit quicker. But at the same time, you can't move that quickly that if someone is shooting at you with an assault rifle at point blank range, you're going to be dead. Not be able to lunge forward and take somebody out with a knife. I kind of think that the part of the problem is regenerative, re regener regenerative health. Yeah. Because I think health regeneration, that's probably a better way of putting it, um, ever since it was introduced has caused more problems than anything now online multiplayer you, you can't have people running around after health packs because all that happens is, is that the same people always get the health packs but I, d I don't know what the solution is but what I do know is that there has to be a more of a balanced system in well, place you think they could work it out logically i.e. you've got say a hundred percent health bar so you look at the different weapons so shotgun point blank range does a hundred percent damage one shot one kill yeah at so many character wits it does 50 percent damage at so far yeah it does zero damage so you have to be close to use it with a machine gun each bullet that you shoot from a submachine gun does 5% damage. Yeah. From assault rifle does 10% damage. So you've got to make 10 bullets hit to make that character's health go to zero. If you use a sniper rifle, same thing at distance. But with sniper rifles, you should not be getting... Um, some of the things that they do with that because obviously you know, people go around no scoping well you don't no scope with a sniper rifle I mean a sniper rifle is used for distance 
Also, I mean, we've discussed as well, like you've got your pros and your cons, which is great, but also, is something we've never understood is the XP level up system. Because obviously, you go, some, some of the games aren't released worldwide on the same day. Yeah. United States might get them two weeks before. You go in, they've got their level 25s, level 50s, they've got all the best weapons. You're level one, you've got rubbish weapons, and it, yeah, obviously, it's the grind of getting there. Why don't you do a simpler system? XP, leveling up, gives you tokens. Those tokens you can use to unlock what you want. Yeah. But you don't have to be a specific rank, like rank 50 to unlock an assault rifle. Every weapon, every attachment is available from the start. So if you want to go around with a plasma rifle or an AK-47, you can buy that straight away. Yeah. You then have to wait for it. But obviously, if you want some attachments for it, you have to rank up to level 2 or level 3. Well, I think the other thing is you, there should be a greater link between single player and <coughs> multiplayer as well. Because I've noticed that the new version, or the sequel to... Oh, what's the um, Titanfall? Sequel to Titanfall is having an in-depth single player added to it. So the first game didn't have any storyline as such it was all built into a multiplayer where certain things were going on but you had zero in chance of influencing what was going on but they brought that back in and I, I believe that your rewards in single player should carry over because if some people prefer playing a single player game to begin with because after all you pay your, you pay your money it takes your choices but if you want to spend 70 quid on a game which is pretty much what you're going to have to get if you're going to get Digicy these days with all the stuff added to it then you need to have that option Excuse me. you need to be able to make sure your time spent Excuse in there is actually yeah. worth something yeah I think as well it's like we've always said I mean I know you've got achievements and it shouldn't all be down to achievements or trophies or things like that. You should get the enjoyability of playing the game for playing the game. But obviously people like you and me like to get M money's worth. So once we've played the game and enjoyed it, we'll look at the achievements and go, do you know what? I can get the full thousand on that. I enjoyed playing it. I'm going to replay it. I'm going to do this. But there should be a divide. You should be able to get 100% of the achievements if you play multiplayer or single player. So, I don't know why they don't double up achievements. They, they've done it in some games and just go, right, if you want all the achievements through multiplayer, what you got to do is, because multiplayer is harder, you kill 100 people, you get an achievement. But, for that 100 people achievement, to get it in single player campaign, you got to kill 200 people. So everybody has the chance of getting what they've paid for. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've played a few games where you absolutely love the story. It's got 200 gamer points and the rest of it's multiplayer. You go into multiplayer and nobody's playing it. So yeah, you're what a bit are you gonna do? stumped. But I think 
developers will come to see that although they have a core base, that if they want to draw more people in, they've got to to do it like you said with innovation and listening to some of the fans a bit more instead of saying oh you're whining because you're rubbish at the game yeah so play it more instead of going okay you don't like that okay well what we'll do then because you don't like that in the next game we'll create a mode where you won't have that I mean because I used to love playing one of the cards you had no HUDs anything like that you couldn't see who was winning who was losing Um, you could just see your ammo and your line of sight and that was it so it didn't make if you because when you're losing it again you tend to think oh god well it stops it stops quitters doesn't it yeah it's really really annoying at the same time I think if you join mid game and you lose I don't think you should be penalised for that well that's in a way why Overwatch is so good in a way you quit and you're a constant quitter next time you go in you win the match you lose a percentage of your XP so if you got 3,000 XP for playing a match because you kept quitting early, you can lose 75 of the XP for so many matches. So it stops people quitting early. It's a good idea. Yeah, it is. So um, just a little game special. Thanks, yeah. Ed. We'll try and squeeze in one of these if we can, yeah. depending on how long the movies are that we watch. And um, we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.